Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I just broke my chair and almost fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it was because you were laughing. I was. And you leaned back to laugh. And it that was. was I don't even remember what I was laughing at now, myself. Uh, no, we were but, making uh, fun of uh, how people people's diets oh, oh yes and i don't mean that to like people's but I'm, we're talking about how people can't eat certain things and, and choose, all of not that. choose not to choose, choose not, not some, to some people choose yes and and how it's restrictive and whenever so, i tell my husband you can't have that he goes i can i choose not to i'm like gotcha oh i'm so sorry right so we were talking about going to outback and um and so we there would be no blooming onion given and i was like well you and i can have well, a blooming we can onion. have one yeah, the yes. people that choose not to have a blooming onion—that's their choice. That's their choice. So that is the yeah. yeah. So I didn't break my chair, but no. it, it did. It popped, popped. the hold, mm-hmm. and so I was rocking back. I'm like, I'm gonna fall. <laughs> Reminds me of um, that was it the last Christmas in my old house in or the cr- last Christmas before. So it's gonna be like six years ago, and Lydia rocked my rocking chair into the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So that whole year, my Christmas tree was leaning, <laughs> and I'm like, "Don't worry, it's going in the trash anyway." Actually, it would have been seven because our last Christmas in our old house, we had thrown that tree away, and um, right. we That's we so just funny. used the Charlie Brown Christmas tree that year. That was because <laughs> I wasn't going to get anything new until I had my new house. But um, so that was seven, like seven Christmases ago. But she was rocking in the rocking chair. And the Christmas tree was behind her. And the next thing we know, Lydia is in the Christmas tree. <laughs> or rather, the chair is in the tree, but Lydia is in the chair. <laughs> oh, gosh. Her face. Like, oh. She's like, oh. Yeah. We just, funny. we just kind of roll with it. And the tree was leaning all year. And we just kept waiting for it to fall over. So. <laughs> Did it stay up? It, it did. did. Did it? it yeah, yeah, it did. It stayed up. But <laughs> oh, fun funny. times! I completely forgot about that till yeah. I almost put myself on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What I like. So I'll go to my my desk at work, and I'm I'm always afraid that I'm going to. It's a rolling chair, and I'm always afraid I'm going to sit on it wrong, and it's going to go out from underneath <laughs> me. And I I mean I almost did that the other day, and and it's been like a real fear of yeah. mine. I don't know why, but uh, it's going to happen at some yeah. point. And my coworker is going to look at me and shake her head and be like, "Yep, yep. that's you, all that's right." You. Yep. So um, chairs pulling out. Um, to, and then and then Christmas decorations. So I have two stories oh, okay. that I want to tell right now. But okay. chairs falling out. Um, this was see, probably going on two years ago now. Matthew was a junior, mm-hmm. um, a year and a half. Anyway, it was Matthew's junior year, and they were having this big meeting for a trip that he was going to be taking the next year. And that may be all wrong math and I don't know, whatever. Doesn't matter. We were at the school for a meeting for a trip that choir was going to be taking. Those are really the only details you need to know. I walk in and I start talking to another choir mom. Hey, how you doing? You know, I'm so, you know, all of the good stuff. I'm completely engaged in conversation with her. So engaged that I do not notice that my son ripped my chair out from underneath of me as I went to as I went to sit down, and I fell hard on the floor. (laughs) 
Yeah, because when you expect it to be there, you know it's going to support you. Oh, my goodness. And it wasn't there and it did not support me. But I hurt. Oh, I hurt my back so bad. But I looked at my son and I said, you are so lucky we are in public or I would literally kill you right now where you stand. (laughs) And my friend Tammy's like, yeah, I'd do it in public anyway. (laughs) Right. That's exactly right. There are some things that you just can do in you public. You just can do in public. Like, it wasn't even, I mean, there's a little humiliation involved. You just fell on the floor in front of a, you know, whole classroom full of high schoolers. High schoolers. But I was literally hurt. And that's what I was more angry about. Mm-hmm. Like, I was physically hurt. Right. Right. You don't, you don't pull, you don't pull a chair out from underneath of women of a certain age. <laughs> or just any women. And I, I had reached that age. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was. I, I you were so lucky you were in right. public right now. Right. Yeah. But um, Christmas decorations. Christmas dec- I took my Christmas decorations down, you know, like five days after Christmas or whatever, after the new year. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people, I keep my decorations underneath my stairs. But the closet underneath my stairs is in the basement. When I was growing up, the closet underneath the stairs was on the main level of the house. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I carry all of my Christmas decorations by myself up and down the stairs. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really funny. Somebody should post a video of me getting the Christmas tree up and down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) It's a seven and a half foot tree that's shoved into a bag that's supposed to be easy to move because it's on wheels yeah it ain't easy to move right and especially up and down stairs it doesn't matter whether they're on wheels or not no it's heavy and it's bigger than i am anyway i told cliff that in um my next house i want like a secret open door (laughs) yeah (laughs) where there's a secret closet right by where i want all of my right by where i want my tree to be Mm -hmm. that holds all of the stuff and I can just open the closet, pull it out, close the. Yes, that would be incredible. I want. I want a secret room. A for, secret room, for, yes. like Nancy Drew, finding all those I secret know. things. That's fun. That that's, is. That's what I'm going to do. That's, I, I a, that's really awesome. Yeah, Meg, I told Megan. I said I'll just have like, maybe it'll just be like a bookshelf that spins around. It's so here's a bookshelf, and, half, half half and, and it'll be yes. half a tree. Yes, because you don't really need that. Other, I don't need to. You don't need the other side anyways. If you put it in a corner. Right. I like that idea. And I can just spin it around. Yes. When need be. That'd be awesome. And it could already be decorated. You wouldn't have to do anything. I to it. know. Love it. Yes. I'm, I'm so like my brain is really running with this. <laughs> has been for weeks. That's hilarious. And um, did I tell you this was maybe three or four years ago, but my kids thought it would be really funny to pull a prank on me. It was in like September or August. And while I was sleeping, <laughs> they pulled the Christmas tree out. Yes. Because it would be funny. Like they moved. I keep a bookshelf in the corner where the Christmas tree goes. Mm-hmm. They moved to the bookshelf. They brought the tree out. They put it up. And I don't think they decorated it. But it, it was, was out. It was out. 
And um, they thought it would be really funny. And they're like, and we'll put it away. And they did not put it away. Well, of course not. I put it away. (laughs) Kids always have great intentions and they say they're going to do something. And And they don't. No, no, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And I still, I stand to this day. That was not a good prank (laughs) because it caused me extra work. Right. Should have just left it out. That's what they said. Yeah. 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 That would have been hilarious. (laughs) But yeah, very funny. Oh. Oh, somebody let Leo out. Yes. And he can hear us. Yes. So. He loves his mama. That he does. He's been mean today. Has he just rotten on Rotten and honorary all day and snipping at people. And you're going to have to let him down. Who let him out? I did. Why? Hi, Megan. So Megan let him out. I, I created him before I came down here. Come on. Come on. He needs his mama. Oh, goodness gracious. He needs his Guys, mama. Guys, this is Leo. I know you can't. I don't know if you can hear him breathing or not, but. His little heartbeat is racing, mm-hmm. and hey, buddy. Yeah. Yes. You know what's yes. funny is he's a puppy, and he's so excited. That's still how Levi is with me, and he's 11 years old. Well, that's not encouraging. I didn't I, even I know didn't, that. I did not mean that to be like that, but only with me. That's what okay. I'm trying but it's yes. only with me. Like if, if yes, I've been gone. Yes, because I come over, he. he there you oh, go talking. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yes. Were we not giving you enough attention? No. I understand. No, so like, but it, I could be, what I love about dogs is you can be gone five minutes and you enter the room. I know, you really? know I'm talking about you. Oh, yes. Oh, I re- I know those words. You want to go eat? <laughs> it's okay. I'll be up in a few minutes because I'm still taking Jane to dance. Yes, that's definitely my puppy. Yeah. It was well, not my intention. <laughs> but, you know, you could be gone five minutes and you enter their room and they're I like, know. it's like they haven't seen you for seven, 17 hours or whatever it is. I just, I love, I love how a, how a creature is like that. I, know, I, I love it. So, um, Leo has definitely become my dog. I mean, yes. he's a family dog. He loves everybody. He gets excited. The, the puppy, you know, he yeah. still gets excited when anybody comes over except UPS. He does not like him. <laughs> That's interesting. Yes, barks like mad um, in, so a, in a different, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, but uh, I do most of his care. And so when he gets up in the mornings, even on the weekends, I get up in the morning and I take him out and we have our mornings together. Last Sunday, Cliff got up with him and he... He had woke up, like Leo woke up and he was barking. And so Cliff got up with him. Mm-hmm. But when he opened his crate, he wouldn't come out. So Cliff left our bedroom door open and went to sit in the loft, thinking that when he came out of his crate, he would leave the bedroom. No, when he came out of his crate, he came over and started licking my hand until you were the one. He I was, yes, mm-hmm. I was the one he wanted. Mm-hmm. And. They get into their routines. They, they 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 feel, you know, just like all of us, we we have people that we really feel safe with. I yeah. mean, we you know, we can be friendly and kind and excited to see certain people, but then there are certain people in our lives that we feel really safe with mm-hmm. that um that we can just be more of ourselves and that's with. The, and that's it's the exact same uh-huh. way we were uh, Megan and I were sitting on the couch watching TV today. And he cl- I have a one we have a sectional and one end is a chase lounger. And that's my seat. So I can keep my legs straight Mm -hmm. because if I bend my knees, I can't walk. 
And We're if I old, s- we are, I know it's ridiculous. Sometimes I'll sit with my leg tucked up underneath of me. I do that too, and then you can't. And walk. then I get up, and I'm like, "When am I going to remember that I cannot do this anymore?" I know I'm there too with you. I'm like, "You and I'm dummy, Sarah." My only answer is, "I will remember I can't do this anymore when I have to have a knee replacement." Like that's <laughs> all. Like that's as far as I can get. So we're sitting, um, we're sitting there, and he jumps up, lays right up against my leg. And takes a nap. And about 40 minutes later, our show is over and Megan and I are ready to get up and start doing something. I said, Megan, I've actually got to go to the bathroom so bad, but I know that the minute I get up, this piece is over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I will sit here as long as I can. And she goes, well, I'm going to, I can't hold it anymore. So I'm going to get up and and then you can get up. I said, no, you're going to get up and he's not even going to be phased. He's going to stay right here. Mm -hmm. But if I get up, he'll be up. He'll be coming to see what I'm doing. He'll, you know, right. be right by me. Anyway, so yeah, we have our safe people. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is. That's how it is. That's exactly right. So, so speaking of being old, well, I say old. And I mean, this is, so talking about the, you, uh, I told um, you all about the car accident I was in and all of that. And um so it's interesting about your body that when you have a an, a, tra- a traumatic injury, mm-hmm. um, the thing that's m- most what w- I guess what hurts the most is what you there's Leo again is <laughs> <laughs> what you focus on. So like I um what was, we were hit like going 50, we were at a dead stop and hit fifty miles an hour per whatever fifty miles per hour from behind, and I was not wearing my seatbelt, so that's dumb. But I, I was in the back seat, and we were only going like a mile, and so I just didn't even, I didn't even think about it. It wasn't even phasing me. But what, when, when, um, and he hit mostly on my side in the rear, and it was a full size truck, and so he pushed me into my dad's seat because my dad was driving. So, but it was all on my left side. So when, um, when it initially happened, they checked my neck, and then they checked my, um my leg and my ankle because it was already bruising and whatever. And as you know, as I was healing, it went further and further up on my leg, my left leg and was just, you know, bruised and swollen and just yucky. And it took probably a month and a half to heal. Well, in that time, my my left shoulder was hurting, but it wasn't like, uh, you know, it hurt, but it was, there was other things that hurt more. So I had to give that the focus and attention. And recently probably about the past month, it's gotten increasingly worse. And then like the past like week and a half, I haven't, I'm not able to lift it up. I, um, I can't sleep on that side. It's waking me up in the middle of the night and all of these things. Luckily I work in an orthopedic office (laughs) and, um, they were able to, you know, do stuff for, uh, I was able to get in and I, and I actually got in today and I am, I was diagnosed with a frozen shoulder, what, which means that Basically, basically, the trauma has made it swole, made it be so swollen that I haven't been able to really move it the way that it needs to, Sit. the mobility. Sit. And um, so I got a shot in my shoulder, and, um, and I'm going to do physical therapy. Um, but, but for six weeks, I have to do that, and then they'll see if, if there's any other trauma to it. But 
So the shoulder, though, has been really, really hurting me so much. And I understand it's from trauma, but at the same time, I'm like, I am so freaking old because if I roll on it wrong, if I'm laying in bed or whatever, I'm like, I like almost jump out of bed. It's just the weirdest thing. And you're, you know, as you get, your body just doesn't do things the way it doesn't that you, the way that you used to be able to do them or the way that I can't even walk the way I used to. Yeah, exactly. And so it's so, I, I find it interesting that. If we allow ourselves, our spirits, our minds, our emotions get more mature and we get better with age. Yes. But our bodies, on the other hand, um, don't cooperate with us the way it's, it's an interesting, not at all. We have to be, when we're younger, we, if, if we can choose to, we'll be humble because we're stupid (laughs) (laughs) and we have a lot to learn and, and we always have a lot to learn, but, but our, um, but we have this confidence in our flesh that's, you know, that's. It's going to fail us at some point. Right. And I, I guess, um, I guess I should just say that, um, as my flesh fails me, I am glad that God's helping my spirit and my character to grow. That's all I can say. Absolutely. You know, I, and, um, so I, I've always had balance issues. It's just a part of my life. I wonder if Luke is partly like he got that after you because I swear he was the most athletic. He was, but sometimes clumsy child. He'd be on the basketball floor and, and there would just be one line and there, nobody's around. It just is the black line and Luke will be on the floor because the line tripped him. I mean, truly. That would happen to me. Correct. I, I know <laughs> that you say that. So a couple of weeks, it, it was the day after Christmas. Uh, I was walking Leo and where my driveway meets my grass is obviously not level Mm -hmm. and i hit it on my right foot and i so my ankle buckled and i went down so i hurt my right ankle and my left knee because i caught myself on my list so you know when i do it i do i do it good right of course (laughs) good i'll try yeah you're committed to excellence aren't you (laughs) yes i am and and um but but i fall regularly you know i i fall a lot and so I was over the last. What are you getting into? No, oh, he's just he's yeah, just he's exploring. Just yeah. Um. So over the over the last few years, as um my my dad has have has some you know health things going on, and he said to me, he said, um, I used to think that I wouldn't want to be. I I would never want my mind to go. And have my body still function. But now that I'm the other way around and my body is losing function and my brain works fine, that is like his worst mm-hmm. sure. fear or something, I, that, he just something that he didn't expect. And and so I'm not diagnosing myself. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm on the same path or whatever, but I see similarities mm-hmm between things that are happening with my dad and things that I struggle with on, on a daily basis. And I'm like, okay, I got to get my act together now and figure out like what I can do to, you know, function mm-hmm. continually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's scary. It sure I is. wouldn't want my mind to be perfectly not that I wouldn't want, I wouldn't understand. Like that would be such a big adjustment. It is. I, I think one of the, one, one of the 
There's a lot of things. I'm making fun of myself for getting older and my body not doing the things that I want to do, but also in getting older. And I will say this. I'm blessed that I have both of my parents still living. Yes. I mean, I'm 42. My parents are in their um, late, uh, mid to late 60s. Um, so I'm not, you know, I'm not complaining about that. But one of the one, it's something that's difficult is watching my parents age. Because you always think that your parents are going to be around and they're going to be strong. They've been, they've been your rock. They've been, you know, they've been there. And it's, it's, a, it's an interesting, it's interesting to watch your parents um, struggle with things that, that you, you know, that they've always been excellent at. And right. I will give you, so like I made fun of my daddy with, uh, with looking at the golf clubs, um, you know, after the car mm-hmm. accident, I mean, he's, he's, he's an, he's an excellent golfer. He's an incredible golfer. And, um, what, one of the things that when he first retired, he's, you know, he would say he has six Saturdays and a Sunday and, <laughs> and a lot of those Saturdays yes. he's golfing. He, he just, he's always been excellent at it. He's really good at it. And, um, and so, um, he's been, he's been struggling with not being able to, his body not being able to play the game that he loves the way that he was, that he's used to playing that, that that is. And I, you know, when I'm Has listening to, yeah, when I've, when I'm listening to him, I'm like, did how did you go play? How'd you play? Or did you, and he's like, Oh, it's just, it's just frustrating. Sissy. It's just frustrating. Cause you know, I'm not, basically I'm not able to do the things that I was once able to do. And, um, that's hard for me to hear. Cause you know, yes. I, I know that he loves it so much and, you know, and I want him to still be passionate about something that he loves. Um, and as I'm sitting here talking, um, it just helps me, um, something that God's been teaching me. Is he chewing on something he shouldn't be chewing on? He is. He is. is you want him? Is. Okay. So, um, something that God's been really, really teaching me, especially over the past, the past month as I'm really, um, as, as my grief stage is, is going into, um, a different area. And it, it what's interesting about grief is that you, you start, you you start in um, denial and, and you go through uh, anger and you have all these different stages. And when you're in the grief stage, you can progress to the next stage, but there's going to be times that takes you back to the prior stage, but then you're stronger when you go to, when you go back mm-hmm. to the next stage. And, and so I really feel God, um, I know that God's taking me into the acceptance stage, the acceptance of grieving everything that I thought my life was, everything that I thought all of these different things and I'm accepting. And, and in that acceptance, when you, when you reach that place, you're able to move forward because you are able to understand that there's, there's, there's good things ahead and, and, and the past wasn't wasted, but, but it's time to move on, basically move forward, move on. Mm -hmm. Um, but so I, I can, I can, in this grief stage, I've starting to move into the acceptance realm, which is really exciting. And I can feel that healing. Um, but one of the things that God's really teaching me and that I've learned throughout the past several years is where do I find my identity and where do I find my validation and who do I, what truths am I believing? You know, um, as we get older and as we age, the things or, and things that happen in life, they, they can be taken away from us in an instant and they, and they are taken away. Some things are taken away and we have no, no power, no control, whether it's a physical or an emotional or, um, a spiritual thing that we found ourselves grounded in. And, um, and in that I am learning that my identity has to be based in what, who God says I am and not that I was a wife or not that I'm a mom or not that I'm a best friend or I can podcast or I love, love the word of God. 
the bottom line is my identity and what validates me is that God says I'm his beloved daughter and he's the king of the whole universe. And so that, um, that truth is grounding me all the time more and more, um, because everything else that I was trying to go, that I was saying, I was like walking around with an empty cup and asking all these different things to fill me. Those things aren't going to fill me. It's inca- they're incapable. Even if they're good things, it's not going to fill me up. But God, who is has everything, is able to fill me up beyond anything that I could ever ask or imagine. And so um, I, I just think it's interesting that, again, like as I get older, Hopefully I'm getting wiser (laughs) things that I thought that I needed or had to have in order to, to validate me as a person. I no longer have to have, I still struggle with it sometimes, but I'm learning what, um, what really does fill me up. And, um, so it's a, it's a good, it's a good place to be. And sorry, daddy, if you listen to this and (laughs) you're, you're, you're about your golf game, but you're not, you're not a golfer and you are an incredible daddy. Uh, and, and you've always been my hero, but what makes you who you are is that you are the son of the most high God. And and he knows that I'm just saying that it's yes. just because I just want to, I yes. just want to give that to my dad. So. You're, I mean, that, that is the same thing that I was saying last week it, that yeah. my identity, mm-hmm. my worth, my value comes from God mm-hmm. and God alone. Yep. And it takes a lot it, it takes it t- takes time to get there. It's it's and it's a process and a journey. Um, I mean, you you went through some really difficult and hor- horrific things in order to to understand that and to get there. But once you've accepted it, he's cracking me up. Um, look at the freedom that you're able to experience. <laughs> you know, so you and I love that. I love that. I, I love your freedom. I mean, it, it was not easy. It, w- it was not, I mean, what do we say? We don't need easy. We, we just need worth, worth it. it. And, um, you know, it, it hurt, but growth hurts. You know, it, they, they call it growing pains for a reason. For a reason. Yeah. Because, because growth, growth hurts. And, um, but my soul identity comes from God. And I, you know, before all of this, I would have said the same thing. I would have, I I knew the right things to say. I I did. And I'm not saying that you're, I'm not saying that that's about you, but for me personally, I, I I knew the right things to say. I knew the biblical things to say, all the godly things. But now because of everything, I, I know that I know that I know down to the deepest part of who I am, that that has to be true. The only way that I can survive is basing my life on that truth, that right. foundational truth. Yeah. And as awful as it's been, it's, you know, you say, people say, I would do it again. I, w- I would do it all over again if I got to this. When you're in the midst of it, you're Anyone? like, oh, no way. Would I, but you're lying. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> but once you get and you see, you start to see the light and you start to see the redeemable things, the good mm-hmm. um, things that God's doing in the midst of it. Um, it but you would. Yeah. Because I would not be Stephanie without all of those things that came before. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, some of them just sucked. Some of them still suck. Yeah. I just have a different perspective on it. Correct. I have a different mindset about it. And 
and it no longer holds my validation. I I don't need, need it to, to validate who I am Mm -hmm. or, or, um, he's just trying to eat an air freshener. No big deal. He'll be fine. (laughs) He eats things that can kill him all day long. That's the funny thing about a dog. <laughs> it's just chewing it. You're not supposed to. I don't care. It tastes good. <laughs> but it's so true. And I, so and I, it, I, I love that. I love okay. that. Um, the thing I, and I, when I want to say this, cause I, cause somebody could be listening to me and say that the things that, that, that I've gone through or you've gone through are God's will and God's plan. Absolutely not. No, they're not. They are absolutely not they God's are, plan or God's what God wanted. But what it shows is that God has the power to redeem and use for good what we what was intended to destroy us. But we also need to cooperate with God in that. We have absolutely. to like you said, you you said you you set your mind, you you have you you changed your perspective, yeah. all of those things. And that is the way that we what we set our minds to and, and how we think about things. And again, that's a process too. My face ID does not work while wearing a hat. Just wanted to let you know. That's funny. It doesn't know who you are. So but we have to cooperate as well. And, um, but here's I, what I love about God is that he's able to ha- handle the anger. He's able to handle the blame. Cause you know, he's just able to do all that. But then, but then once we are able to really see the truth, the truth um, of who he is and what he's doing, then he's able to to move in and to start. Well, he's already working, but we're 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 just cooperating with him at that point, and able to experience that. Yes, that work absolutely. So, um, and I I feel like I've I've been asked several times. She continues to move things. It's like a toddler. You don't know, like a toddler. Like you, like I move like things all day long. Right, just just try to distract. I told to move them to something. Different. I told it's so Leo funny. the other day that my room is messier now <laughs> than when I had toddlers <laughs> because he has toys upstairs and downstairs. So the um, whenever I can't really decide what kind of music I'm in the mood for, I'll scroll through my playlist and, and I'll be like, oh, they, they sound good. Or, oh, that's, a, I'll listen to that. So uh, a few days ago, I started listening to Lady Antebellum. Oh. I have a playlist with all, what, like seven of their albums. I don't like those purses anyway. So maybe you want you on them, that's fine with me. So like all seven of their albums are just on shuffle. I'm in the car by myself and... I've already shared with with people like when I'm in the car by myself, I'm singing songs like I wrote them like it is me and nobody Mm -hmm. else matters. It's me and my music. So this song comes on and and I'm thinking it's a breakup song. Hmm. Is this what you just sent me? No. Okay. It's not. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) I sent you your daily truth. And um. And so I started thinking about this in a whole new in a whole new way. Um, I have often gotten questions about how I stayed true to the freedom that I left Colorado with. Okay. Okay. And and I I've shared you know I used a song as my prayer and. The lyric, it was blown away by mm-hmm. Carrie Underwood, and um, it came out that year, and I loved that song, and just something about the 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 lyric, you know, 
blown away, you know, blow it away, clean it all out, take it, take it, let it, you know, let it go. Yeah. And, um, and then like her voice is so powerful. It's actually like blowing it away. It really was. But as I'm, as I'm in the car the other day, I'm thinking, you know, I really, that is the, that is the change in my life that stuck with me and changed me profoundly moving forward. You know, I've gone to other conferences, I've gone sure. to other retreats and, you know, you, you hear things and you learn things along the way, but that is the one time that radically changed almost my internal makeup, you know, like who I am in the core. It changed your default. I'm going it to did. computer stuff and it really it like, changed my I- default. I love that. Because I, I, I was thinking, guys, Sarah saying computer nerd stuff. I am. And let me tell you why. Because I was thinking, because I've had to change. I'm learning all kinds of stuff with my job. And I really, but like, I have to change my default setting in order to have certain, um, to go to a, like, whether I'm going to fax or I'm going to a certain copy or whatever. And sometimes I forget to change the default and I'm print stuff. Who knows <laughs> where? Knows where? <laughs> it goes where all these different places. And so I'm like, well, dang it. So, but I was thinking about that. It was like the default. If, in order to get it to where I really want it to go to, I've got to change the default right. settings. And it's kind of the same thing. I mean, I've got, as, as a human, my sinful nature is my default. Right. But when Jesus comes in, he gives, he, me, he, he gives me a radically new, um, a brand new creation, and he can change the default settings. Now, there's still times that I can go back to, I can default can back. That's right. But you have to make, but here's the thing. I have to make a conscious, conscious choice effort. to change that default setting and where my mind goes and what I think about and what I focus on and the truth that I put in and the lies that I say get away from. Right. That changes my default setting. It does. So my default setting changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even after my default set, I changed, but people kept coming back to me expecting the old default, the old default. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm in the car and I'm singing this song as loud as I could be. And I start thinking about it in a different way. It's a breakup song. Okay. It's so like you just to show up at my door and act like nothing's happened. You think I'll sweep my heart up. um, You think I'll sweep my heart up off the floor and give it to you like so many times before you're talking to a stranger. I'm not that girl anymore. Amen. That girl is long gone. Boy, you missed the boat. It just sailed away. <laughs> long gone. She's not drowning in her yesterdays. Bet you never thought I'd be that strong. Well, this girl is well, this girl is long gone. And so and obviously it goes on. There's another there's another verse, more court, you know, more <laughs> of the chorus. And so I just started to think, you know, that is in February of 2012, I came down and I, every day after that, woke up with that mentality that that girl was long gone. Yep. And every day I rebooted and I chose my new default mm-hmm. until one day I rebooted and it chose it itself. Yep. And that, it, yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I, I, when so you're sitting there just, talking, I love that because here's something I... Was you're talking, and, and I'm speaking to myself, but I think there's also somebody that needs to hear this. When you allow your default to be changed, you're not saying that the person that you were before had no meaning, no. worth, or value, or what you've experienced, or the pain that you've gone through um, was was 
was meaningless or, or any of those things. What you're saying when you change your default, and this is what I've had to learn and had to let go that letting go of every, the things that have happened or, or, or and that process of letting go of everything that's happened and what's going on, um, does not negate, but it's, but it's helped me to get to the place where I'm able to be free. Absolutely. And so who you are, who you were, or who you're trying to hold on to, because you think that it's, if you let it go, it's the, that, that the, nothing the, before the, now matters. matters or who you are doesn't matter. That's a lie you're believing. And so you just have, you need to let it go so that everything that's happened to get you to that point can get you to the place where you need to go next. And that's just building on, um, that's just building on that. So you can, so you really can be free. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I, for some reason, somebody needs, cause somebody needs to hear that who, who you are right now, the things that you've gone through, you they're worth they're worth something and 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 leo says so too as he chews on a box i know he does because he's a creature and creatures are god's ministering spirits if you ask me he and and cardboard is his favorite (laughs) it's his absolute favorite that's so so funny who you are matters today who you were yesterday matters and you have the power to change your default Mm mm-hmm to choose it. And it's a, conscious, it's a conscious decision. Absolutely. Um, it's not easy, but it, but it's it a fight. is so worth it. It's a fight. And, and because nothing, what we're called and who we're called to be and all of that, it's going to be a fight. This, if somebody says that's easy, it's, 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 it's not. not, it's not, but it's going to be worth it. Absolutely. Um, and just making one little small step. Uh, whether it's like, so I was telling Steph before we got on here, I've, um, I would have been, been blessed that I've been able to, um, in my job this past week after I was, after we released the last podcast and I'm still struggling with my thinking and all of that. Um, God uh, gave me the opportunity to do a lot of data entry this, this, this past week. And so what I've been able to do is just, um, find sermon or podcast or whatever after another and after another. And I'm just, listening to that as I'm doing, you know, able to, to do my data entry stuff. And sometimes I'm able to pay attention and other times I'm, but it's still there. It's still truth speaking over me. It's not the lies that, that I've been believing or where I let my mind go. So, um, what we choose, what we choose to fill our minds with really does matter. Um, but some of us are, and I still, I'm, I'm not, oh, oh, really? that was awful. You didn't like that, huh? Lee? You didn't like me talking? No, I don't um, like mama holding me. I would much rather eat all the cardboard on the floor. That's funny. Um, oh, or cords. Cords are cords taste yummy too. But some of us are still in, in a place of grief, yes. and that's okay. And God accepts that. Absolutely. You have to go through all the different stages. You don't just go from denial to acceptance in in one in one swoop. You just right. you, it's not it's not healthy. When it's time to grieve, you got to grieve. Mm-hmm. And when it's time to be angry, you got to be angry. Hopefully you do it in appropriate ways, but there are times to do that. But then there's time, there, there's a time when God says, you know, I see you, I hear you and I'm for you. And that's why it's time for you to take that next step into that, whatever that next uh, stage of, of the process is. Right. Uh-huh. Absolutely. So. You guys, thank you so much. We're going to, we have to um, cut out a little early. I have to take, um, we're recording on a different day, so I have to take McKenna to, to dance and, um, and so just thank you so much for allowing us to share our journey and, yeah. um, take your next step, whatever that is, whatever that is. 
I mean, take your next step and it's going to be, it's going to be good. Not easy, but worth it. But good. Mm -hmm. Until next time, we encourage you to live your life authentically.